And then we meet and I just felt like I've known you all my life. It was a total surreal night. We just saw each other. We were just like, it was just, it was effortless, wasn't it? It was just so... Yeah, I think we hugged each other very, very tightly. And I think we held hands for, <laughs> for a little well, while. I did. I held your hand like I would hold my husband. I don't know. I was like, oh, brilliant. She's going to think I'm a total weirdo. Like, I was like, I'm so sorry, but I just want to hold her. I loved it. And then we walked, yeah, and then we like walked into the theatre, like holding hands. But I loved the person thing. It didn't feel awkward. I wasn't like, why it's is she a- holding my hand? I was like, great. I love this. I forgot about that bit. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Medic Mum podcast with me, Dr. Poonam. And me, Dr. Steph. So in keeping with our new and improved format, or we like to think so anyway, um, <laughs> we are going to kick off the episode with sharing a mum win or mum fail. Now last week we both shared mum fails and we realised that it's so much easier to Think of a mum fail than a mum win, right? So yeah. our mission for this week is to both, we're both sharing a mum win. Yes? yes? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> think, yes, we think, are. Think, think, think. I know. I'm like, oh my goodness, what can I share? Um, I actually, I literally had to write one down on my notes on my phone because I was like, I'm going to forget, I'm going to forget this. Isn't it mad though, of all the things, right? We've kept our kids alive. We've kept them fed. We've kept them yeah. watered. They've got, managed to get to all their things. Yeah. Yet... It's just such a given that we don't see those. Like we're actually having to scratch our heads to go. What is the one win? Yeah, exactly. What did I do that would what make have me I done? <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yeah, like pat on the back. I know. So it's what's ridiculous. the the teeny thing? <laughs> so the teeny tiny thing. Well, do you know what? Actually, it actually started off as what I thought was a mum fail, but has actually turned into a mum win. So Ooh. basically, it's how I'm not despite what people might think, I'm not the most organised of people. Like, I feel like a lot of it, of what I do is reactive. I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? What's going on this week? What Mm. is it that I have to do now? Rather than, oh, this thing's coming up in three months' time, so I'm going to prepare for it now. Like, I'm... I'm in awe of this. This is people. also why I love you. Yeah, I'm in awe of people, <laughs> but that is not how I operate. So we got the email. So my eldest, she's starting school in September. I can't believe it. But we got the email from the school being like, look, we recommend that you order the uniform now because of supply issues, etc." So we recommend that you order it ASAP. So I think that was like back in May. And obviously I saw it. I was like, yep, to do on the to-do list I'm doing that this weekend weekend came didn't order it another weekend went by still didn't order it I'm in this whatsapp group with like a few of the mums they're all like comparing like how many how much of this did you buy and I'm like crap I, I need to buy it I need to buy it haven't bought it and then so all of them had clearly bought it I don't know I'm sure hopefully I must be the last mum to buy it. But anyway. I want to win this one. I want to win <laughs> exactly. this. Exactly. This is Hopefully I am the worst of the group. <laughs> exactly. And that is my mum win. No. Um, Nailed got, it. Yeah. We got this email like a couple of weeks ago that then said, and obviously school uniform is so expensive, isn't it? When you're buying it all like in bulk yeah. and stuff. And then we get this email talking about some other things, but also at the end of the email were some details about this app you can download to buy secondhand uniform. Oh. And I was like, oh, let me just have a look. And I think what a lot of kids do is because you've got summer winter form, summer uniform, winter uniform, right? And apparently a lot mm. of people, they will, a lot of the kids, they wear the summer uniform in September for like half of the term and then they switch to winter uniform. And then never okay. wear it until the next year. So I was like, there's no, 
am I going to have to buy new summer uniform just for those few weeks? And then she's going to grow out of it and not be able to wear it next term or next year. Mm. So I went on this app and they had summer uniform in my daughter's size secondhand for like less than half price. And I'm sure it's in pretty good condition. So I went and I bought a couple of those and yeah, I just felt like I, you know, saved myself a little bit of money. <laughs> didn't have to amazing. like go and buy new ones. So I'm like, do you know what? In some way, yes, my disorganization did kind of pay off in the end because I didn't go and buy like a brand new uniform. So for me, <laughs> I told my well, husband this and he, I was like, this is, this is amazing. He was like, mm. okay. He was like, yeah, but just, you know, it doesn't mean you have to be disorganized all the time though. I was like, I know, but I feel like it's like, posit- it's like positive reinforcement. But yeah, I've taken that true. as a win. Oh no, definitely. That sounds like a total win to me. And I think, well done you. I think you saved money, you got the kit, you know. And it's so true. I think that disorganization, I mean, I am the worst at it. It's why I never give out like, you know, advice and how to nail how to pack for x y yeah yeah exactly <laughs> literally my life works on lastminute.com but you you know if you pull it out the bag I probably shave off like years off my life every time <laughs> yeah I know Do you the know stress, the stress. we get there Oh my God, I know. I, and every, it's almost like every day you wake up and you go, today I will do better. <laughs> today I will be organized. Yeah. Or, you know, like Sunday always starts with all the right intentions. You get the shopping, yeah. then yeah. you plan things. And then like come Tuesday, half of this stuff. Oh. I know, yeah. it just unravels. But, it just unravels. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about your mm. mum win. I've got an epic win this week. Okay? I think you do. Look, it is covered in like guilt and all those awful things that mums go through, but I did do something pretty amazing. So I've obviously got a seven year gap between like my eldest and the baby. Uh, but for so many years, obviously, like my wee boy was the center of like our world. He's really close to his grandparents, but you know, they live in London and he's not been able to see them. And, you know, I think that with our kids, we don't appreciate like how what their mental health is like you know Mm. we just uh, think that they just go through life and they don't know how to articulate it and Mm. that they just adjust and they adapt and they're kind of generally happy all the time but I guess mine's a little bit older and he is able to articulate it and he hadn't really kind of said it much but we've had a long year and at the very beginning of the first lockdown was when Elora was born and then homeschooling had just started so not only did my son go from being the center of everyone's uniform to having to share space and his parents and that love and everything with somebody else which he did beautifully and effortlessly like we've got a dog and he's become so close to the dog um but he also then lost his friends and that Mm. network that he had and he's the happiest we soul and he's just such a content we thing and I think having been an only child he's very good at entertaining and occupying himself which is probably why we don't ever really kind of we've not probably spotted it as much but anyway it's his birthday week and last week um he said that all he wanted for his birthday was to see his Ajibaba which is his grandparents in London Mm. uh and just to have some time with like me and you again mummy and you know I just I kind of I'm like you're the big brother what a brilliant big brother you are you're my good big boy you know all that stuff but in that moment I was like 
you're my teeny baby. Yeah. Like, oh my God, how did you? So I had to like totally put the rock on my heart and and be like, okay, I just, I, I need to do this. Mm. Um, so my husband and I had a chat about it. My husband's like, just do it. Take him down to London, surprise him for his birthday. He shares his birthday with his granddad as well. So that's oh, even more special. No, so he so had no sweet. clue. I'd spoken to, like, I'd actually, you know, organized it with the teachers. I got the homework so that he didn't miss out any of the curriculum. Uh, oh. Gave myself a whole load of work, essentially. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, woke up on Monday and I was like, we're going to London, baby. Uh, oh and hubby has the baby here. Uh, and I pulled it off and oh my God, Steph, like, <sighs> if you could just capture all of that, like, in a little jar and just sprinkle it on yourself every day Aww. because it was just, it was just so spectacular. His heart, he just, it was just like, his eyes lit up. We got there and it was all about him, um, watching him cuddle his Aji and Baba and yeah. they were just, you know, he was just wanted their food. And, um, so, and they and must yeah, have absolutely so was, loved seeing him too. Exactly. So it was really hard being away from baby, but I was just like, you know what? I smashed this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like the ultimate, yeah, the ultimate birthday treat out of lockdown. And you're like, let's get on a plane. <laughs> let's go to London. Exactly. So we just kind of did lots of nice wee things with him and his grandparents. And he's got his birthday party on Saturday. Um, which, you know, he'll I'm I'm sure he's just gonna love. And it's kind of stuff that I really enjoy doing. So I think all in all it's been a positive week. Oh, do you know front. what? Well so, done. Yeah, well done you, because I've I love that you've done that and that's just incredible for him, for you, for um his grandparents as well to have been able to see him. And actually it's something it's, that I've been yeah. thinking about with my eldest as well. Like uh, because yeah like you said like a lot of your time is just um taken up with the baby and you forget and like whilst I love seeing my husband he's kind of really taken on that role of well I'll be Mm. there for her in a way obviously we're both there but you know at bedtime for example Mm. he puts her to bed and I'll put the little one to bed and that's generally how it is but more recently we've been swapping because I'm like actually you can you know we can swap you kind of just get used to it and so I'll put her to bed and she's so excited she's like oh mommy you're you know you're putting me to bed like you know I love it when you put me to bed and and I was just thinking I was like I need to yeah I need to set aside like a mummy and me day with yeah. her where we can like go out and do something fun together um because it has been such a huge transition for them hasn't it like yeah. for so many for x number of years it was just them and whilst they've adapted so well um mm. at the same time like you said you do you do take a step back and you think yeah you're still my little baby yeah do you know it's a it's it's so interesting because I wish in some way we could communicate to them mm. You know, I totally connect with that because we would do the whole, I would put the baby to bed and hubby would put Irish to bed and, mm. and it, you know, and it's like, I really miss that. It's a very different experience. And yeah. and I do often feel like, I mean, I could totally flip this around and be like, well, my fail of the week was, because I did, there was so many, I missed the baby like crazy oh, yeah. Yeah. and I felt so guilty and there was nothing to feel guilty about. Like hubby 
apart from not knowing how to dress her and like even though I'd organized right down to this is the outfit like these are the three outfits for you know the three days that we're away so that if she spills then this is what you do and then you know the hair and everything but hubby did an amazing job but still you just feel like as a mum you're constantly split aren't yeah. you you if you you're, you're winning with one means yeah. you're you are in some ways failing with the other yeah um and and it's a terrible way to say like I say feeling in the loosest way mm. because you're not feeling it because you're just you know that's what you're that's what yourself. you're thinking right in your uh-huh. mind yeah but in your head you're just like oh my god I don't like everywhere we went and I had to really hold back because we went on the London Eye and the number of times I must have said it about three or four times and then Ash was like do you just have to keep talking about Alora?" because oh. I was like wouldn't it be amazing if we had Alora here like Alora would be walking all over the place oh Alora would be and he was like I was like I'm so sorry you're oh. right and then in my head I was like it'd be so amazing if Alora was here <laughs> But the trip down to London was even more spectacular because oh, yes. as as a total result of this, there was another big <laughs> win. Da, da, da. We finally met each other. <laughs> and, oh my God. I swear, it feels now like we've actually just been dating and had this long distance relationship. <laughs> so and it was like so nervous. Like it was so nerve wracking. Hubby and I had a long distance relationship like for you know, most until we, you know, got engaged and he was able to move. But do you know that way when you've, like, just spoken to somebody remotely and, like, just seen them FaceTime and then you meet them in real life and you're like, what if I don't like you? I know, like, what if the vibe (laughs) is completely different? Yeah. Yeah. What if you you stink? (laughs) (laughs) I showered especially for you that day. Thanks very much. Oh, you did smell divine. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was just, it's this huge thing. And because I guess we've been thinking, you know, well, it will happen at some point and you've kind of, you've got this build up right, in your mind. And to be honest, we had plans, didn't we? We planned to meet mm. up with dinner and then it all just, we had this completely last minute change, but it was just such a fun night. So surreal. So surreal for me, especially because mm. I was like, oh, these people. Um, but oh, we kind totally of had an surreal. introduction into the world of media and stage yeah. performance and theatre and yeah it was just it, it was, was so like much a fun. first date wasn't it it, it was, was actually <laughs> it was and um, I think do you know it's been really interesting because over this last year I think it's bizarre that people well, it's not bizarre because it is bizarre but <laughs> people like you two haven't known each other before like you haven't met each other yeah. before yeah. but it just goes to show that you know we're so fortunate to have this digital era where even though the world became so quiet and desolate and we were so isolated, but thanks to Instagram, uh, we were able to just connect and turn our chats into then a podcast with the hope of like being able to connect with other mums. And then we meet and it just didn't feel like, I just felt like I've known you all my life. I was, it was, I was total surreal nights, but we just saw each other and we were just like, it was just, it was effortless, wasn't it? It was just so. Yeah. I think we hugged each other very, very tightly. Um, I think we held hands for (laughs) for a little while. I did. I held your hand like I would hold my husband's. I don't know. I was like, oh, brilliant. She's going to think I'm a total weirdo. Like, I was like, I'm so sorry, but I just want to hold your hand. 
I loved it. And then we walked, yeah, and then we like walked into the theatre, like holding hands. Um, but I loved it. That's the thing. It didn't feel awkward. I wasn't like, why it's is she a- holding my hand? I was like, great. I love this. I forgot about that bit. Um, oh man, yeah, so I'm not you, we're very friendly in Glasgow. Oh, yeah, I hear this. Yeah, Glasgow versus London, we're like, social distancing yeah. has actually been really good for Londoners um, during COVID yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I was like, I can't keep my hands off you, Steph. Like, you're real. <laughs> um, but yeah, after, actually, it's funny because you saying, talking about that, like that domino effect, right? Of like mm. us taking something and then hopefully trying to put something out there and then we've connected through with other mums through this it's just oh it's just so it's nice, amazing isn't it? but I think this it's is it so isn't nice. it it's when people say you know it might be this like fancy mantra that people talk about you know your vibe attracts your tribe and mm-hmm. all that but it, it's there's a reality to yeah. that yeah. and there's I've never felt that sense of solidarity it can either break you or make you mm that you see in motherhood it's completely different to the kind of girl crowds when you're at uni or school or whatever but then when you become a mum actually it's so important that you go into the right it's almost like a peer group yeah so because I think that and I remember with my first you know with my eldest and I was in a very dark space and I was struggling with my mental health and I didn't I didn't I fell into the wrong crowd Mm. (laughs) and I say that and it wasn't because the mums were bad or anything it's just that it was a group of mums that were just really organized on it happy had really positive birth experiences like we couldn't have been more different Mm -hmm. and I was yearning to just meet somebody who was also not struggling but perhaps a bit more open about how hard it was Mm. and therefore I felt like anytime I was with this group of mums I had to put on an act that everything was okay but it wasn't and then I would come home feeling even more alone than I'd done like before that whereas this time round, I have been physically very alone. It's been very, like, isolating. Mm-hmm. But we've connected. We've actually got a whole group of incredible mums, haven't we? Like, we've got yeah. a group which we are so connected with. Um, shout out to them all. Uh, but, you know, we have bonded over Instagram and we're all like-minded. Yeah. Right from like sort of the types of jobs that we've got, the number of kids we've got, to the the fact that we work involved working mums. Mm-hmm. So we've got that kind of, that sphere of like ridiculous ambition with the multi-juggling act yeah. and the trying to do it all. So we're all the same. So therefore when one of us goes, oh my God, are you feeling this? All the mums are like, oh my God, yeah, it's been shit, hasn't it this week? Yeah, yeah. Whereas there's not one that turns around and goes, oh my God, guys, like get your act together. Yeah, exactly. Like we're yeah. all the same. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It just takes one person. And I think it mm. can sometimes take a little bit of courage to be that person to share, but it will always usually in my experience be met with the me too yeah totally get it and like people will start sharing their stories as well and it's just so comforting isn't it to know that Mm. and I think for you as well especially this trip down to London um part of it was uh for your son's birthday but also a lot the other half was that it was a lot of it was work related as well and yeah I just think that it shows like again we were talking about this earlier that the stories like we had such a fun time 
I mean, I only had that like snippet insight into like that evening, but you'd been in the studio that morning. You'd been out that day with your family and then the next day, didn't you have like something else to do like with, with the team as well? And I just think I, I, <laughs> I was feeling so exhausted and sitting there on the sofa and I said to my husband, I was like, Poonam is out right now. Like, I don't know how she's managing to do it, but obviously she is doing it, but it's, it's, was it's it not t- at one point we were just texting like <laughs> poo emojis to each other. I'm <laughs> yeah, feeling how I like feel this right poo now. emoji. Yeah, exactly. and you're like triple triple poos back at you, and I'm like quadruple poos back at you. I'm like, like, oh my god! And we'd be things like, I was like, I've just dropped the kids to nursery and feel like an absolute hero. Like you know, just yeah, the smallest things. We're like celebrating every step of the day. But this is the thing. The other side to it is that it is just so tiring it can be really really tiring and you've had like all the travel etc and I just I think this is everybody like that is I think when it comes to juggling the parenting thing mm-hmm. you know and I love I love the fact that there's so many like mums even I'm so new to like all this other work that I've, I've recently been so grateful to have an experience mm. of but you know speaking to like to mums that are like well in like the media industry mm-hmm. and um and having chats with them to because on screen or like on social media it just it's the glam that you see yeah. and it's been so comforting for them to be like oh my god yeah no it's it's shit it's really hard it's yeah. it's you know you're constantly juggling you're constantly feeling guilty and yeah. when they say that it humanizes them even more because you're like thank you yeah you know, it's, it's, it's just, and it's not, this isn't victim mode. It's not at all. It's just that I think we have to normalize the conversation that we, you work hard, like you have to work harder as, mm-hmm. as a, as a mum, because mm-hmm. especially if you've got, God forbid, dreams and ambitions yeah. Um, yeah, and you want to climb ladders or you want to say yes to things like we're both very very lucky we've got husbands that totally like support that and we come from like that kind of similar ethos Mm -hmm. but when one is doing whatever work the other is like holding the fort and vice versa you know Uh, and it's it's I think just normalizing that and being okay with admitting it or you know without going like even now I'm like, you're not wanting to sound like a victim. You're not, but it's just calling it what it is. And exactly. It's shit at times. <laughs> I think that's the thing. And I think it's like, it's okay to say, I feel like I get it as well, because sometimes you're like, I don't want to be like, I'm complaining. I don't want to seem like I'm moaning or etc. But I think it's just being honest about it. And I think that this is present in probably media. It's also present in the world of medicine as well. You know, we see mm. people who are successful. Um, and these are conversations that I have with my friends as well, like really often and actually have more so recently. Like think about how many mums there must be that work in the healthcare system or just any any business or company, right? There, there are mums that work within this, but... And there are people with females as well who are in probably quite high powered positions um, and doing really well. But it feels like not there isn't just isn't much chat around that juggle and how difficult it is. And sometimes you will meet people who 
have a family and maybe they think, do you know what? I had to sacrifice loads. So I'm not actually going to give you an inch. You've got, you know, I expect exactly the same from you. And, um, you know, that can be quite difficult to face, but when you meet someone who totally gets it and is like, do you know what? That's fine. If you need to do that, that's okay. I understand. Um, and just, you know, just it makes it okay for you to talk about your family, makes it okay to talk about the school pickup or whatever it is that you have to do. Cause sometimes you feel like you can't even mention those things. Mm. It's just, but it's you just know very said, refreshing. Exactly. I think to all of that, yes. But you never kind of think about mums that don't work. I don't know how they do it because they're heroes in my eyes oh, I know. as well. Cause I feel like I, I it's not, I think there's so many challenges of both. I think trying to juggle like it's total mum bosses that have got like I don't know however many kids or and they're they're like literally full time. They don't have any other kind of let out. Like sometimes mm. you know we've said it before. We go to work because actually it's a bit of a break, and then oh you want to finish work because you want to come home because that's the break, and you're eternally searching for a break, and none of it's yeah. a bloody break. Like you know, <laughs> but you know, I think that. It all boils down to finding your kind of mum. Yes. And like with us, it's it's been like this lovely relationship that's formed because we've had parallel experiences. Yeah. Through, like right down from even just our cultures, yes. you know, the way we've yeah. grown up exactly. to our medical schooling, to the kind of mums that we are, to the ambitious natures that we've got, to... You know, and it's, we've got so much of that. And then, of course, the pandemic was really, like, bounding for us. Like, it it helped us connect of the highs that we shared and the lows that we shared. But it all made it, like, I couldn't have gone through this year without you. You know, you've been such an integral part of, you have. And I think that there was often times where you didn't want to burden your own family with Mm. things so you were like well who do I turn to and then we do lots of social media so like your normal (laughs) when I say normal and vertical is friends that don't live on social media (laughs) (laughs) they don't really get the social media stuff either Um, whereas we had so many and actually just finding it's almost like an arranged marriage you sometimes think maybe is this something to do with age (laughs) like you've just got to be like I'm going to marry up with the perfect kind of mum (laughs) <laughs> and then we're going to be BFFs forever. Um, because, but it's really important. And I think that that culture needs to be harnessed. It's almost like, uh, it's like mums need that education at the beginning mm. of when you walk into that class, don't feel like you have to be friends with everyone. Like, you know, it's almost like having to educate yeah. mums to, yeah, to just exactly. be kind to themselves and just, if you don't like someone that's okay and just pick the right yeah, person for exactly. you exactly because i think that there are so many things about motherhood that will connect people um but it's so you don't well, you won't necessarily connect with every single mom you meet right just like you don't you aren't friends with every single person that you meet there will be people that you get on better with than others and it's exactly the same with um yeah. with parenthood as well but like you said it's just it's trying to find hopefully you know being able to find people who have that um on a, just on a similar wavelength I suppose and yeah, that's why it sounds so simple I know that's the thing it sounds so simple doesn't it but I think I realize that taking a step back now that actually 
Yeah, I'm so I'm so grateful for this podcast, mainly because so many of the sessions they always feel like they feel very therapeutic. Like even being yeah. able, being able to speak like this as well. Yes. Um, this is a basically a recorded conversation of maybe how you would speak to someone if you were meeting up for a coffee. You know, a coffee mm. and cake on you know on a regular maternity leave, and that's why it's been so beneficial and that's why it is so beneficial to find other mums that you can have these types of conversations with as well exactly Um, and mums that cheerlead you I think that it's it's very easy um to compare I mean the whole mum comparison culture it's real it's it's mm. horrible it's toxic at times if you fall into that um and I think even sort of online I've become better at if something has made me just even irk a little bit. I'm very good now at going mute or unfollow. Mm. And that's not because I'm being mean, it's just because I recognize I have to protect my own mental well being. Yeah. I have to get better at championing my wins Mm. (laughs) because I always see it as class half empty because I always think every other mum is smashing it and I'm not and it's just ridiculous it's totally irrational but the moment you see like if somebody's you know I don't know posting about these incredible 300 books that they've read to their child in a week and you're like oh my god I couldn't even make it through to read like chapter one of one book so that equals I am a crap mum end of you know it's so ridiculous but yeah. when you're tired and I don't know maybe if something all it takes is one little thing isn't it usually yeah. at the end of a long protracted exhausted day where you know the baby's perhaps been having tantrums like the food has got burnt or nobody ate the dinner that you like worked so hard to make or mm-hmm. I don't know like blah 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 and it just takes one thing and you just go okay that just means I'm a loser. Yeah. I know, I know. Why does it take, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't take much to draw like completely negative conclusions, doesn't it? And it's trying mm. to, like you said, be your own cheerleader, be each other's cheerleader as well. Um, yes. Just the whole, again, it, it, I feel like it does sound like a cliche, but I just think it's so true, which is the women supporting women. But actually yeah. believing that as well. Because be mum supporting mums. Mum yeah, supporting mums, exactly. Because... Um, yeah, I guess like we've said in so many of our other episodes as well, like we're actually all going through very, very similar things. All of the challenges are so similar and the behind the scenes is just absolute chaos, isn't it? Like, come on, you got in at what time this morning from a flight, not from your night out, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, shush. Um, (laughs) What time did I, I had to get, oh my God, my day. What time was your flight? So, my flight was 6.55 in the morning. Yeah. And then I got, got in, in for half eight. Yeah. Literally got home, quick change into scrubs, and then was at work for 10. Yeah, I mean, that and is then mad. had a full day in clinic. Yeah. Came home, um, <laughs> and I hadn't seen my baby, obviously, for three days. Oh. So, like, was just... And I had the whole butterfly, couldn't get home fast enough to see her. Mm. But then, of course, you know, you go from that, and this isn't... This is just painting the day as it happened it's not anything to do with like I'm not I'm, a, I'm an idiot for the day that I've had because <laughs> it's just terrible organization on my part um, 
But then it was just like bed, bath, all of that jazz. It's, you know, my wee boy's birthday party on Saturday. So I'd organise a big balloon display to arrive at the house yesterday when I wasn't here. And obviously I had to face the music from husband for that. <laughs> um, so I had to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> and now we're doing the podcast. Just back into mum mode. This is amazing, isn't it? It's just the contrast. Yeah, but it's amazing what we think is amazing. Literally, it's if you know you were saying this to me, I'd, I'd be the same. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. But actually, in reality, we should just say to each other, you're, "That's mental." <laughs> that is great. Yeah, I, well, you were like, <laughs> you know? "I'm going back to London next week." I was like, "That is that's nuts." <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. You know, I don't know how mums do. You know, the ones that are like traveling all the time for like yeah. meetings or go up and down the days, or run businesses, and you know, I. I I can only imagine. In fact, we've got patients, haven't we? We've got patients that do this all the time. Yeah. You know, women that are taking medication for anxiety or, yeah. you know, insomnia. Or, you know, your challenges are still the same. Like, yeah. if your child is teething, nothing in the world's going to change that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not easy for one mum versus another. Mm-hmm. It's hard. If your yes. kid's not sleeping every mother is going to actually feel the same way. If your child's mm. a fussy eater, if they've got allergies, if they, you know, it's never ending. Um, yeah, there is so never, actually, there's never an easy yeah. path, is there? No. Everyone has got their own challenges and struggles. And this is the other thing as well, that people automatically assume that your child just starts sleeping perfectly after a certain amount of time. Like I think someone the the other day, someone at work the other day, bless them, they don't have ch- children. He was like, so like, why is it that children wake up? Like, why why do they wake up? And you know, how do you? <laughs> you're like, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, I'm not going to know that question. I don't know. Because like, so how long does that last for? But they're but they're sleeping now, right? I was like. I can't remember the last time I got a full night's sleep. And this yeah. is the thing is that... It's probably why we did so well at the night out last, the other night because we were like, we don't sleep. This is like, just exactly. we don't sleep. <laughs> we just push through. Exactly. This, is, this is just a regular night for me, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, and I, again, that kind of uh, myth that, yeah, babies will, you know, that our babies are sleeping perfectly right now, which means that you can get stuff done during the day because you've had a full night's sleep. You're like, no everyone is just running on empty and I don't know how we're all doing it exactly and I think it's that is the thing that we I wish that the world understood is to just Mm. be kind to parents but really just be kind because you don't know Mm. what people are running on like you just don't know yeah and if anyone thinks that parenthood is easy they're not in my tribe. Um, <laughs> they haven't. They haven't had kids yet. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That. That's it. Literally. Just. Yeah, seriously, think, if anyone listening yeah. has got it easy, please just do give us your tips, advice, guidance. Write us a book. Come please, be a guest. Oh on my our god! Podcast. I was going to say, please come on, and you can just talk for thirty minutes, and we'll listen to you. And then and we'll I'll... like fall out with you because you'll make us feel like a failure, and then we'll be like, that's not cool. <laughs> Oh. oh, I love how we started off, you know, at the very beginning with like the Medic Mum podcast, where we're like all things medicine, which it is, but then really it's it's evolved into let's just open it up and talk about the hardships, the challenges, and realities because all of this informs yeah. health well, and well being. Yeah. I think and, it's so true. And also I think what I like to think as well is that I think that 
doctors can sometimes be perceived as the ones who know what they're doing, especially when it comes to kids and having children. And so that can, you know, at least to perceptions, preconceptions, I should probably say. Um, And so maybe also when it comes to if you're a mum or a parent and you're worried about your little one and you're like, I don't really want to go and see my GP. Like maybe they'll judge me, etc. Blah 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 blah. Hopefully, just humanizing it, and we, we love it we, when you come in and tell us exactly. <laughs> yeah, please, I love exactly love seeing kids and mums now. It's like my yeah my oh, comfort zone I'm because so you're just like I can have patients. a chat. Yeah, I'm always um, just like yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I sometimes wonder, I'm like, am I oversharing with them? <laughs> I'm not sure they came oh, with a real I, chat, but I just think oh, no, it, I overshare. Yeah, and I think that knowing that, like I said, we're just regular human beings as well, will hopefully make it less daunting because, um, yeah, just trying to break the stereotypes, basically. Exactly. I always laugh in the clinics um, because I'm always like, I'll I'll do all the health stuff with you. Can you just shoot a tip or a hack with me? (laughs) You know, (laughs) we can exchange here. Oh, what snack bar is that? Is that good? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, good. I remember when Alora just before um, she was born, and there was I was doing the baby clinics, and there was so much stuff that I ended up buying that I would just ask, like you know, this mum came in, she had this gorgeous. like it's it's the blankets that you put in the car seats so the baby oh. doesn't have to wear like the jacket. Yeah, and yeah. I'd never seen one of them before. And she was like, "Oh my god, it was fifteen pounds off Amazon." And I literally, <laughs> she finished, she left, and I was like, "Thank you so much." Before I called in my next patient, I was like, "Amazon, click 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 click, like buy this because you know it's we learn the most from each other." Yes, and FYI, do. no, we weren't taught about parenting at medical school no. at all. No, in fact. Steph, perhaps you and I should create a course. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would sign up to it. What, Medical to school, what are you going to learn in that module? Yeah, so Steph and Peter are going to come in and teach you all about what it's like one day should you wish to have children. Um, and for the day, you're going to be looking after their kids and oh we're going to apply them with sugar beforehand and That's you're just going to look after idea. them for the day. Yeah, we should do that. We should do multiple teaching days as well. That's just free yeah, childcare. Exactly. That's great. Yeah, 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 on it. I'm going to send an email. <laughs> <laughs> to my own university. <laughs> that was so but fun. yeah, we wanted to kind of just share one, just to kind of log this as our first ever date. Our reunion. Um, I know, I say reunion actually. It's kind of, yeah. It feels like date, a reunion from another time. Date, yeah, date. we're souls from another time. <laughs> but hopefully, if you are, you know, perhaps feeling a little bit isolated or perhaps you're not feeling that you're in the right crew or want to make more mum friends, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be through mum classes, mum and baby classes. Um, that's It doesn't have to be that way. I know that it's often spoken about and we think, oh, that's the only way. Absolutely not. You know, you can meet people on Instagram on you can organise Zoom things, you can find friends on Facebook, whatever. It just don't... It's like when like Tinder and all those like dating apps and stuff first came out, people were like, What? You know, and then like it wasn't it's it's quite an old school thing, actually. Yeah, Why not exactly. bring that to like motherhood, you know? So I think if you're feeling that way, hopefully our wee story inspires you that you can form incredible friendships, relationships. The key is just picking one person that you feel actually just gets you that you can be your most authentic self with. 
mm. that you could share your vulnerable moments with mm-hmm. and feel that they're going to listen to you and be there for you but you can also pick up the phone and go hey I've done something so amazing Mm -hmm. and they just champion that because that's when you know that you're in a friendship that's real and that's the kind of people that you want your babies to grow up with their babies oh my god I can't wait until our babies meet oh my god could you imagine the Indian in me is like "Mm, no she's a little bit young for my son We're talking about arranged marriages just now, like guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can't get two Asians on a podcast who don't think about it. Oh, so funny. On that note, yes, we will wrap it up right there before we get too carried away. I think what we are going to do now is share a message that was actually sent through on our Medic Mum podcast page, which we just really loved and appreciated. So I'm going to read it. So Kate McNeil sent in a message and it was in response to our juggle episode. By the way, guys, if you haven't listened to it and you kind of liked the vibe of this episode, definitely go back and have a listen to that one. It's basically an extension of this conversation. So she said, when it gets too much and I feel pulled in different directions, I like to remember that some of the balls I juggle are glass. <laughs> because basically we were talking about juggling and how it's like juggling loads of different balls. Um, and I actually really like that approach because yes, you're right. There are, you know, some of them are glass. Some of the are ones that you definitely don't want to drop. Um, and or I guess as we spoke about earlier, and I was like, I just feel that quite a lot of the balls I'm juggling <laughs> are like super springy, bouncy ones that just basically fall and then bounce back and smack me straight in the face, reminding me that it's another job I've still yet to do. But I do like the glass analogy better, actually. It's a lot more. (laughs) No one's getting hurt in that one. There is no facial injury. There's no facial trauma. We don't want that. Um, I guess it's just reminding us about prioritising, right? And kind of thinking, what have I got to do today? Um, Because I find it quite overwhelming when I think about everything. And so breaking it down, prioritising, saying no, allowing some balls to drop is okay too yeah yeah Um, because I don't know about you yeah I can I'm definitely a you know a bit of a yes person a yes person in recovery so I'm still learning to say no to things uh so I think that that is um really good advice as well yes thank you for sending that in that's you know we love it we love hearing from you we love knowing that somebody else is listening to our blethers as well so thank you (laughs) translation if you are not scottish blether means chat (laughs) i love how you say it's so posh as well blether blether we're having a blether blether i know (laughs) so do you just want to see that we do read all the reviews and we do read all the dms and messages that we get honestly it means so so much to us um this gorgeous little comment that was sent it was a review actually um and i love it it says wisdom and warmth from two lovely souls oh 
Thank I'm you. like, who are you talking about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you not heard the podcast? Um, <laughs> um, and we don't know. Oh, it's, it's Davy, Davy K. He says this podcast has been so incredibly comforting during the pandemic. Listening to these two beautiful ladies who both have so much wisdom and warmth has been lovely. Davy, thank you so much. So, Actually, so sweet. Just hearing that makes me feel all goosebumpy uh, and it really means a lot. Does. Yeah, thank you so much. We're total so emotional events, aren't we? I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I would love to I mean, forget us meeting up. That was obviously fairly epic. How amazing would yeah. it be to have a Medic Mum podcast meet up and like oh meet some God. people? Wouldn't that be how cool would, would that be? Love that. Because oh every gosh. time we, we actually get messages, isn't it? We get so excited we send them to each other. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. We're like, look at what this lovely person has said. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, wouldn't it be so nice to meet up with I mean <gasps> so do actually let us know. We've just thrown yes. this idea out of like nowhere. Yeah, this is us now, like having just met for two minutes and now we want to organise like <laughs> a grand affair. Would you like to have a ball with us? <laughs> yes. Um, but genuinely, like if this is something that could happen, we just like some mums meet up and just <sighs> get be strong together. Fun. I mean, I, uh, exactly. have a chat together and they just, have a, you know. have a, bl- have a, um, have a blather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be so, I mean, who knows what's happening with COVID restrictions, but it's something that we could definitely plan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let no, us absolutely. know. Let us know. Send us a message on Instagram at the Medic Mum podcast. And just, if you're interested, if you really genuinely think that you would come, let us know and I think if we, even if we've got a few responses like we'll get to organizing because yeah I just think it would be so much fun um yeah absolutely so yeah looking forward to receiving so, all of your hundreds of messages um saying that you want to come <laughs> <laughs> oh I really hope that you enjoyed this week's episode it was definitely it's been a wonderful week and we have been able to also recognize some of our wins remember do send us in some of your wins or fails if if that's how it's being no judgment here we're all here for one another So if you did enjoy listening to this episode or other episodes, please feel free to leave us a rating and review on Apple or whichever platform you listen to your pods on. Also, remember, we've got a website, medicmums.com. You can leave reviews there. You can actually even leave a voicemail, believe it or not. Send us a message on there. And if you're happy for us to, we can share it on our podcast, which would be super cool. Um, And yes, don't forget to let us know if you want to come to a mum meetup as well. We are on at the Medic Mum podcast. But until next next time we shall say farewell and hope that you will have a lovely week bye